Amen. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Good morning to my cohort family. Family of God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to Isaiah 53. In this world, there are a lot of reports. A lot of reports and a lot of reporting going on in this world. And the reports that we believe greatly affect us. They affect our outlook and they affect our inlook. The reports we believe affect how we view things, how we deal with things, how we live in this world. The reports we believe affect how we respond to situation and circumstance. The reports we believe affect our walk with the Lord. We know how this world is trying to get us to buy into and believe their reports. Sides, parties, organizations, researchers, doctors. Am I suggesting today that all the reporting is false? I'll answer it. And my answer is no, I'm not. I'm not saying that all the reporting is false. But what I am suggesting today is that the people of God always have a higher report, a greater report, a surer report, a more favorable report. Isaiah 53, verse 1, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? When an organization gives their report, though their findings may be reality, we put our faith in a higher reality. We're the people of God. Researchers release their report, and though their findings may be reality, we put our faith in a higher reality. The doctor releases a report, hands us a report, and though their finding or findings may be reality, we place our hope and we place our faith in a higher reality. Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Who has believed our report? Who has believed the report? And I believe the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are saying today, asking today, who has believed our report. The reports we believe greatly affect us. The reports we buy into, we accept. 
that we bring close to ourselves, to our families, our homes. What is at stake here and what is on trial here is our faith. Faith is on trial. In a world full of reports and reporting, which reports are we attaching our faith to? Ask the people of God today. In a world full of reports and reporting, which reports do we attach our faith to? This is what the world says. This is what God says. A lot of conversations taking place. Did you hear this report? Did you read this report? I think we should just start to interject in those conversations. Did you hear this report? Did you read this report? Don't battle with the other side of what the world is saying. We exalt the report of the Lord. Who has believed our report? Not just who has heard our report, but who has believed it? The world has heard, many in the world, that there was this man named Jesus, carried sorrows, went to the cross. Gave up his life. Perhaps they've heard John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal and everlasting life. They've heard it, but they don't believe it. Noah. Hebrews 11, verse 7. By faith Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. Imagine if Noah would have listened to the world's weather report. Imagine if Noah would have listened to the world's forecast. Noah, there's no such thing as rain. The world's never seen it. Noah, check the history. Check the research. Imagine if Noah would have moved with man fear rather than God fear. I'm glad Noah believed the report of the Lord, and we all should be, or none of us would be alive today. Which report are you attaching your faith to? are we attaching our faith to? Who has believed our report? Abraham and Sarah, Hebrews 11, verses 8 to 12. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, 
the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged, listen to these words, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand, which is by the seashore. Past the age of childbearing, past the age of fruitfulness. What do we see here? Faith on trial. Which report would they attach their faith to? Hey, Abraham and Sarah, I've examined you both, and there's no way this is going to work. I know these things as I'm a doctor. Look, here's the report. Imagine if they would have just attached their faith to the natural report that they were handed. It's not going to work. It's impossible. You see, the world's crying out all the time, who has believed our report? And so too, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, who has believed our report? Romans 4, verses 17 to 21, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope and hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith... He did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. He did not consider the natural report. He did not waver at the promise of God. He was strengthened in faith, and he was fully convinced. He did not waver. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider the natural report. As today, in a world full of reports and reporting, Which reports are we attaching our faith to? Moses' parents, Hebrews 11, verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw that he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. This is no new news today that the enemy is out to destroy the next generation. To wipe out the next generation, the children of God that will be the future. The report 
the enemy would love us to listen to, to buy into, that the world would love us to attach our faith to is this. You can't hide from the enemy. Listen to the report. It's impossible. The devil will get your children, and if he can't altogether destroy them, he will mess with their persuasion in life. These parents were not afraid of the king's command because they believed a different report than the report that was filling the land. And even when the mother put the little child in the water, her faith was in the report of the Lord. I asked today, which reports are we attaching our faith to? It's a good question. Because faith is on trial today. What was the result of their believing the report of the Lord? Well, let's read Hebrews 11, verses 24 to 27. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Attaching faith to a higher report. We're worried when we send our kids to school. The devil's going to get them. Mess with their persuasion in life. Mess them up. So fearful. It's one thing sending them to school. Can you imagine... Handing the kid over to Pharaoh's household? That'll test your faith. They believed a higher report. They trusted in a higher report. I know right now, some of these examples are stretching your faith. <laughs> That's a good thing. Endured as seeing him who is invisible. You see, these parents weren't scared of Egypt and what Egypt could do to their son because they had surrendered their son to the Lord and they knew they could trust the one that is faithful. They believed the Lord's report that Moses would one day refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. I mean, he had the world at his hands. All the opportunity, riches, wealth, authority. But see, these parents knew that one day he'd refuse that and that he would choose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. 
that he would esteem the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasure in Egypt, that he would forsake Egypt. These parents, they too endured as seeing him who is invisible. The people of Jericho, we love that story. The walls came tumbling down. Impossible people, haven't you heard the report? The walls of Jericho have been built in such a way that no force can bring them down. Let alone marching, shouting, singing. Just saying, there's a message there. See, the message of the cross, the way of the cross, the way of the Lord is foolish to those that are perishing. Hebrews 11.30, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. What report are we attaching our faith to? We know the history of how the Lord delivered his people, bringing them out of Egypt. We love to read of God's great deliverance, how he brought his people out, an amazing, incredible display of his power, and they were delivered from captivity. The Bible tells us that they believed the report of the Lord when it came time to apply the blood to the doorposts of their homes, of their houses. And they were protected and covered when death took hold of the streets. They were sent out, they were released, and they began to journey, believing the report of the Lord, the report that Moses spoke to them. And if you know the history, things are moving along, and the Lord is leading them to the promised land. And what happens along the way? Other reports start gripping the people. They've seen God's great deliverance, His salvation, His rescue, undeniable, undeniable. The great deliverance of the Lord. They're the people of God, they're moving along being led to the promised land. Pharaoh comes after them. Exodus 14, verses 5 to 12. If you have your Bibles, please follow along. If not, it's on the screen today. Now was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with boldness. So the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. How soon boldness turned to fear. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, 
Have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. They lifted up their eyes and saw something that was very real. Was the report not true? Was Pharaoh not in hot pursuit? Was it a mirage? Not real fake? The ground shaking? Hearts beating out of their chest? The report was real. The pursuit was real. They lifted up their eyes and saw something that was very real, a real pursuit of the enemy. And what happens? Instead of clinging to the report of the Lord and speaking and prophesying the report of the Lord, instead they gave their own report on the situation. What was their report on the situation? No graves in Egypt, so we've been taken out to this place to die in the wilderness. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians. What a report to attach your faith to. Moses opens his mouth and declares to the people a higher reality than the horses and chariots and horsemen and army that they could see. Verses 13 and 14. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. That's the report of the Lord. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? God's arm is not too short that he cannot save. That he cannot heal, deliver, protect. God delivered his people and they passed through the Red Sea and the enemy drowned in the waters that day. If you read your Bible, it's almost shocking how many times reports other than the report of the Lord plagued the people of God. Now they attach their faith to other reports, other reporting, they attach their faith to their own reports. Their own reporting on the situation. When they started believing other reports, complaint took over. When they started believing other reports, unbelief. When they started believing other reports and attaching their faith to other reports, idolatry took over. When they started to believe other reports and attach their faith to other reports, sin took over, fear and uncertainty 
Fast forward. The Lord has promised the people of God the promised land. And so spies are sent to check out the land and bring back a report. Go check it out. God's given you the promised land. He's already given you the report that it's yours. That he wants to take you in and carry you into the promised land. Hey, let's send some spies. And then come back and they can report to us. Numbers 13, verses 25 to 33, and they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we are. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report. A bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. You hear those words, in our own sight? You hear those words, in their sight. But Caleb saw different. He saw as the Lord saw. How would the people respond? Would they remember the promise of the Lord, the report of the Lord? Would they attach their faith to the report of the Lord? Would they go with the majority or the minority? Which report would they buy into and believe? Well, chapter 14, verses 1 to 10. Let's find out how they responded. Then all the congregation raised their voices and cried out, and the people wept that night. And all the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. And the entire congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt. Or even if we had died in this wilderness. So why is the Lord bringing us? Look what they're saying now. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become plunder. 
Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, are you not shocked by this? Let's appoint a leader to return to Egypt. I wonder if it's happening today. Let's appoint another leader. Let's appoint a new leader. Let's grumble and complain about and against the leaders God's given us, the report that's come our way that's not comfortable, that's... Let's get a new leader. Let's go back to Egypt. We think it's crazy, but it happened. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces in the presence of all the assembly of the congregation of the sons of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephthah. Those who had spied out the land tore their clothes and they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel saying, The land which we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord is pleased with us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. And do not fear the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Their protection is gone from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. But all the congregation said to stone them with stones. They keep coming with the report of the Lord. Who has believed our report? Let me tell you God's report. Let me tell you what God's saying about your situation, your circumstance. Let me tell you what the Word says. There's a higher reality, a sure report, a more favorable report. But look what they do. Now they're going to stone them with stones. They believed another report rather than the report of the Lord. They started saying things they should have never said. They came up with this bright idea, let's appoint a new leader. We'll return to Egypt. The text, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, those who had spied out the land, they tore their clothes, they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel. They're speaking to everybody. Then they try to get the people to listen. Listen to the right report. Listen to God's report. Attach their faith to God's report. But the congregation said to stone them with stones. You remember at the beginning of the book, those words, has God said, The enemy's up to his same old tricks. Has God said? Since the beginning, the enemy has sought to have us believe another report. And the truth is, human weakness is prone to believing other reports, negative reports, to attach faith to them. Attach faith to this natural report. 
But the Lord is still crying out, who has believed our report? The prophets of God are still crying out, who has believed our report? Faith is on trial today. Is it the report of an organization, a researcher, a doctor? Perhaps you hear it's the report of a doctor. You've been handed the report. The findings are reality. The world says incurable. The word of the Lord says, by his stripes we are healed. I'm not going to try and give more life to those words because no more can be given. I think of the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible tells us she heard the report of Jesus. The doctors couldn't heal her. She'd spent all she had trying to get fixed. And hearing the report of Jesus, she pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment, and she was made whole because of her faith in the report of Jesus. I mean, she already had the doctor's report. We can't figure it out. I mean, you're just going to have to live like this the rest of your life. But she pressed through. Because of her faith in the report of Jesus, she was made whole. Mark 5, verses 27 and 28. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. She attached her faith to a higher report, a higher reality, a sure reality. We love these stories, but what when it comes to our living in our life? The Passion Translation, when she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his prayer shawl, his garment, for she kept saying to herself, if only I could touch his clothes, I know I would be healed. The Amplified Bible says she had heard the reports concerning Jesus. We can have the worship team return. Are we Noah? Called to build something for the saving of our family and others? And the enemy has come, seeking to get us to accept another report, a report that will see us drown like everybody else. Who are we today? Are we Abraham and Sarah? The Lord has come with his report, but another report contrary to the Lord's report has been handed to us. Are we Moses' parents today? Will we choose the Lord's report or will we fear Egypt? 
Are we the people facing Jericho today? Will we believe the Lord's report and do what he has told us to do, that the walls come down, or will we listen to Jericho's report that the walls are impossible to crack? Who are we today? Is there a promised land at stake today? And the spies have returned, and here we are presented with two reports. Is there a report today that the church of Jesus Christ isn't prevailing? Well, what does the Lord's report say? It says Jesus is building his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Listen, this is real today, more real than we think, more real than we want to believe. But the reality is when we start to believe the wrong reports, it affects us. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When we start to believe the wrong reports, it can even affect our health. You say, impossible? Come on. You start to attach your faith to the wrong reports, it can affect your physical health. You say, prove it. All right. Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Is it possible people are sick, even the people of God, because they've attached their faith to another report? I'll let you answer it even though the report of the Lord just did. <laughs> this is important. We live in a world, day in and day out, more than ever, just slamming the report in our face. The enemy is smart, you know. Like instead of the newspaper that shows up on the front step that you read during breakfast and then you head on out, now everybody's got it day in and day out. Swipe right. All day long, my report, my report, my report. All day long, the world's report, the world's report, the world's report. <laughs> It's the world we live in because the enemy knows if he can get us to attach our faith to the wrong report, he can mess with Christianity. He can mess with our relationship with the Lord. He can mess with our outlook on the book. He can mess with our holiness, our righteousness. He can cause the people to question God cause the people to question the promises of God. Maybe God doesn't heal anymore, you know? Some believe that. It's His will to heal, always His will to heal. 
Can I encourage you to start to believe the report of the Lord, to attach your faith to the report of the Lord? In a world full of reports and reporting, which reports are we attaching our faith to? I say this again, you know what the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are saying today? Who has believed our report? Joshua 1.9 in the Living Bible. Be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. For remember the report of the Lord. Remember the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want to encourage you today, all of us today, we need to keep telling ourselves. We need to keep prophesying and preaching to ourselves, reminding ourselves of the report of the Lord. Not only reminding ourselves, but we need to give attention to it. We need to incline our ear to it. Do not let it out of your sight. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Guard it. Protect it. Guard the report of the Lord. Protect the report of the Lord. Don't trade it for some inferior report. I see health coming to flesh today as we believe. As we attach our faith to the report of the Lord. Health coming to minds, wills, emotions. As we declare the report of the Lord, as we buy into the report of the Lord, as we attach our faith to the report of the Lord. I know this is of the Lord today. Faith is on trial. Not only in this church, faith is on trial in the kingdom of God today. Faith is on trial. It's time to move with godly fear. It's time to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. It's time to actually move in line with what we believe. It's easy to say it. Listen to these words. That whole generation failed to come into God's full purpose and thought. Why? Because there was brought near unto them the purpose of God and the will of God, and they stopped short in their response. They had gone so far. They had come out and had moved to a certain point. Then they went no further. For some reason or another, they ceased to go on with the Lord from a certain point. Do you think they remained the same? The Word of God makes it perfectly clear that they did not just stop there, but having stopped, they're set in an intensifying process which eventually made it impossible for them to come into what God had appointed. What could it be today? Seeking to halt our progression with the Lord? What is it today seeking to halt your progression with the Lord, your family's progression with the Lord, the church? Anything that has caused us to stop short in our response? We've gone so far, but for some reason, perhaps a report, we've ceased to go on with the Lord from a certain point. See, I know the word of the Lord today to the church is Joshua 1.9. I'm going to read it again. In the Living Bible, yes, be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. For remember, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
The NLV reads, be strong and have strength of heart. Do not be afraid or lose faith, for the Lord your God is with you anywhere you go. There is a higher report, and it's time to receive it. It's time to believe it. It's time to attach our faith to it. Working, moving faith. You say, my world's out of control. And it seems like the world's out of control. And I read a quote. It got saved to our photo stream or whatever you want to call it. Things look like they're out of control. But behind the scenes, there's still a God who has not surrendered his authority. <laughs> That's the word of the Lord. God's got it all under control. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first to last. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the soon coming King. In him there is no shadow of turning. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the report of the Lord. His report is still, by his stripes, you're healed. 